Welcome to Missing the Point. I am your host, Michael Marcangelo, joined alongside by Hollywood Rayshon Buchanan. And on this episode of Missing the Point, we are talking about the Boston Celtics post-All-Star break struggles. We're going to push the fucking panic button because I think it's time. And I am hosting this because Ray feels like he has way more to get off his chest than I do. So, Ray... The Celtics are three and four since the All-Star break, have lost four of their last five, and have blown three consecutive double-digit fourth quarter leads. How are you feeling? Well, I'm I'm not fired up and not for a good reason. I'm all fired up, but not for a good reason, right? Uh the only three, four I want to see is on is in Foxborough. That's it. So to be three and four since the break, to be in it, like you're in it, you're up, you're 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 killing your opponent. And then for whatever reason, you revert back to what happened last year. You revert, you revert back to the year before and the year before and the year before and the year before. And, the year before, and it, it becomes a fucking theme. And it, it is it is unbelievable. Once again, for those that listen to the show, you know I don't cuss too much unless I am upset. So you know I'm angry uh, when I'm already dropping an F-bomb less than two minutes into the show. So, yes, I, I am highly annoyed uh, with their record since the All-Star game. And once again, it's not about you losing a game. I want I want to be clear because for those that listen to this, say, oh, he's reaching, you're overreaching, you're you're overreacting. Look, man, whatever. You're not on the show. You're not getting your thoughts off. I am. Right now, it's not a it's not a matter of them losing games, but it's how you're losing. 28.1714. It, it looks like some people's test scores out here. It's, it's, it's not it's not a good look. These are their it's, it's, it's a joke. It's a joke. And Joe Mazzulla needs to get it together. Tatum Brown, the rest of the crew need to figure it out. So uh not pleased right now. It's funny because they're they're smack at Portland right now, but it means nothing because what what goes together uh with, with the Celtics and 18 you're you're up almost 20, and then you got Damian Lillard who could get 80 if he wanted to. So right. oh, I'm not holding my breath, but hey, listen, there's a lot more basketball left, but there's definitely cause for concern right now. And if you say otherwise, you're looking to be a green teamer. You're looking to be a glass half full or really maybe all the way full. Maybe you're drinking a, a bottle of whiskey right now as you're listening to this because uh, you're probably drunk if you if you think that there's nothing wrong with the team right now. Yeah, I, I, you know, I think what's most concerning uh, when you talk about the Celtics is that they seem to be running out of gas when the other good teams in the in, in the East are getting better. Yep. Like if you just look if you, if you just look at the last ten, Milwaukee's nine and one, Philly seven and three, Cleveland six and four, the Knicks are nine and one, the Celtics are five and five. It, and the you know I I I go back to that uh, to that Cleveland game uh, because we the last thing that this team needs is overtime. Yeah. They they need to start thinking about, or maybe they need to stop thinking about resting for the playoffs because I think I think that there's this. It, it can go one of two ways here, right? And now I'm not saying that, the, that they don't have a chance, but for a team that has been there before and that went what 42 and 17 and before the All Star game, yeah, it could set in that you're that you're you're destined to be in the finals. So everything is about that. You, can, the Warriors can do that because of the run that they've gone on in the last ten years. We cannot do that yet, right? And I, the glaring issue, like if you needed a stat that would prove my point that this team needs to win in regulation against the other six winning teams in the Eastern Conference, the Celtics are eleven and uh, are, are eleven and ten. They're zero and seven. In overtime. Yeah. That's bad. Like real fucking bad. And again, I know, I, I know Tatum, we kind of anointed him and he played really well. Again, in the first half of the season, pre all-star break as this is an MVP like season. He's shooting 21% from three in the fourth quarter in overtime 
since the All-Star game. Yep. He, he, he left his jump shot in Utah. What do you like? What do you make of that? Uh, he left his jump shot in Utah. <laughs> like <laughs> that, that, that's just, that's just what it is. Like, I feel like he got caught up in the hype of being the all time scorer, which once again, that's cool. It's cool. He, you know, say he was the first because someone else is going to break in a few years. Like that's just how the league is going. It's cool. that He got that cool. That he got the MVP award for that. Uh, I want to be clear, and I've said this on a few platforms. I could care less if he gets the MVP award. I, I, I don't, I don't care. And I know if this becomes a soundbite, folks, oh, you're being better. You're the, listen. You call it what you want. I don't care if he wins that. I don't care if they get any other award. The only award I'm concerned with. Is what happens in June. Now, if you're telling me he joins Paul Pierce and Cedric Maxwell and Larry Bird by becoming Finals MVP, right? Hey, um, that that means that we got the job done in the words of Big Daddy Kane. If not, I, I don't I don't care. And because what what happens is you you end up doing the stat panning stuff. You take bad shots, which sometimes that's been happening. So I I don't care I I don't I don't care for the award once again I was on board with it early on but just now like once again it's been it's been fifteen years since they were the team like as it when when they when KG and Paul came together I mean KG Paul and Ray came together you knew what time it was it wasn't like oh maybe they could win it like it was like no like if they're healthy they're gonna win the championship right or at least get to the finals uh that's where they should be at this moment. Don't worry about the MVP award. Don't worry about the physical play of the years. Those were six men. None of that shit. Get to get back to the finals. Have your chance to win it, and then go for it. Now next year you win it, and then you want to get an MVP. By all means, have at it because you already got the ring there. But until then, fuck the regular season. Get into the playoffs. Become become legendary, and and then go from there. Yeah. I wholeheartedly agree. When you were talking about like we don't we don't want to see MVP awards, we, we don't care about MVP awards. The first thing that popped into my mind is, yeah, I care about like Finals MVP, right? Like that's the only one that matters. That, that is, is right. the only one that matters. You ask you ask Jordan right now. <clears throat> uh, do, do any of his regular season MVPs matter? He'd say no if he win a championship. That's I mean that's just that's just what it is, and there's just a lot to unpack with this season, right? This is. This feels like now again. I I am pushing the panic button, but I do think that because this team was in the finals last year, that now they know how to get there. But they have a couple of things working against them. Number one, Al Horford's age; he ain't getting any younger. Number two, the durability of Time Lord. Yeah, I mean, you may as well start calling him the Time Off Lord because he is yeah. not on the court. He is like the Jimmy Garoppolo. Of the NBA. When he plays a lot of games, his team does really, really well. They get to the finals. Yep. But yeah, that's a, yep, that that's so that that's a perfect comparison. And honestly, I'm I'm just about out on Rob Williams. And once again, I, I, I expect the backlash. I expect the slander. That's fine. I can take it. Once again, as I always say, we thank you for listening. However, <laughs> when Someone that impacts winning that much can't be on the court. You got to find something else. So I say to guys like Keith Smith, who's a, who works with Celtics blog, I say to guys like Adam Taylor and other guys that cover the NBA for the Celtics, and they have these podcasts and they talk about, well, the Celtics don't need, the Celtics don't need that. They needed anything they could get in order to help the front court. So, yeah. I'm not saying guys like Nerls or what would have been the answer. Of course not. He he has not been the answer since he got into the league. But the more bodies, the better. Once again, Blake Griffin's been awesome. Mike Muscala was great for the first three or four games. They was here in Boston, but he he's kind of came back to what he, he was in Atlanta and OKC. So at some point, you got to find that replacement. And ironically, yeah, you said that Al age has been an issue. He's been the best fucking player. He's been killing I know. it. He's been going to work. So it's just like, <clears throat> excuse me. So it's like, yo, at the same time, yeah, he's aging. He's going to be 37 by the time, uh, the end, by the end of the playoffs. Uh, 
he's like shooting like 45, 46% from three. Like it's unreal. Uh since the all-star break. Like he's he's going in. So they they would probably be 0-7 if he had like the game in Philly, when Philly was given whatever they wanted, and he said, No, I'm not going out like that. And they hit four threes in a row in the third quarter. Like they lose that game, but uh, people people can say, Oh, Tatum at the game went great. That was that was a that was a feather in his cap uh for Tatum going forward. Great. If Al Horford doesn't go crazy in the third quarter and say, get on my back, I got y'all, we're not losing like this. They they might they might fuck around and be either two and five, one and six in the seven game stretch since uh the all-star break. So having Brogdon out hurt, Rob being out, Jalen Brown being out in that in that first next game. So they there's just a multitude of things that they need to get together uh health-wise. I didn't love guys resting the other night, including as we recorded this on a Wednesday night. I didn't love that. Yeah, you fucked up against New York. Okay. You you I mean, I was there. I was working. I worked that game. You know, it was double overtime. You you went in. I get it. You're you're only battling the Bucks. It's not about the Sixers. It's not about the Cavs. It's not even about the Knicks. It's not about those teams. Right. It might be about it might be about the Cavs though, because they've kind of owned us this year. Sure, but I I just I just I think that in you know gut check time. A lot of those guys on that team have not been there. Donovan has, uh, you know, Danny Green, who just signed with them recently, has been there, but he's not going to play many minutes on that team. Like most of their core, so Mobley, Jared Allen, Darius Garland, Isaac Okoro, uh, Jenny Oseman. Like, well, Jenny Oseman was there for the finals a few years back, but like they don't have a lot of guys that have seen uh, playoff success. So, that could work against them, but then again, they could be naive and just say, okay, we'll fuck around and win a first game series against the Knicks. I think the Knicks are better uh than them. They just have they'll just have trouble when Donovan Mitchell and those guys spread them out. Uh, because Mitchell Robinson, like Rob Williams, well, it's a little different, but Mitchell Robinson will become unplayable in that moment. Uh, because he literally just blocks shots. Like he he does nothing else. Offensively, <laughs> he just literally <laughs> just there and just and just swatch shots. So that that would be tough, but you know that we could talk about that once we get to the playoffs. But yeah, I don't know. I, I just to me to be two and a half behind Milwaukee, Philly's now a game and a half behind them for the two seed. We can win in Philly. We oh yeah, I'm not worried about Philadelphia. Not at this moment, anyways. But enough's enough. Figure it out. You're 45 and 21. Once again, is it really the end of the world? No, of course it's not. Of course it's not. But there is there should be cause for concern. Because they need they need to be they need to be better. Yeah, you don't you, you don't basically the reason for this panic is you don't want Game Seven in Milwaukee if it comes to that. You want it at the Garden, like you know that home court matters, and you know you're probably if you do your if everything goes right, you're going to be in the Eastern Conference Finals. You should be playing against Milwaukee. You need to have Game Seven. In Boston, you know, I think when when you think about this season and you compare it to last season, the biggest difference, and I, I, I'm interested to hear your thoughts, is the 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 team defense. So I'll just I'll, I'll put it I'll put it like this: right now, as it's currently constituted, the Boston Celtics are allow, are allowing just under 112 points a game. Mm-hmm. Last year. They allowed just over 104. There's an eight-point differential there. Why do you think that is? I mean, we had we we have the reigning defensive player of the year in Marcus Smart. Yeah, no, that I mean that's that's a that's a valid question. I think remember last year Rob was the most healthy he had been really his whole career, right? So ever, yeah. Rob didn't get hurt, I think, until the Minnesota game, uh, which is around this time last year, actually. So this is a few weeks, comes back, whatever, and then they go on the run to the finals. He became the eraser, and obviously getting Derek White, and then obviously Tatum and Brown taking a leap defensively really helped. It's easier to funnel those guys towards Rob when he's out there, because they get by him. Either if he's not going to block the shot, he's going to alter it because they're be able to scared of getting their shot, their shot blocked. So that to me is the easiest answer. The next thing is the effort's not the same. It's just not. Why though? Do, do, do they just expect? 
to get to where they were last year based off of the fact that they were there last year? I, I do. And I, I think they think people are going to fold, but it's like, yo, you are now the hunted. And, you know, Bobby and I talked about this over the summer, you know, when we did the schedule release uh, show. It's like, look, they, you were now the hunted. You were not, you were no longer the team that's on the rise and climbing to get there, climbing to get there. Like teams are using you as a measuring stick. And they're saying, okay, if we beat this team or we come close to being this team, you know, we're, we're right there. And this should never be a doubt. So whether you're coming into TD Garden, whether we're coming into your building, there should never be a doubt on who the better team is. Once again, you can lose, but it's all about how you lose. And once again, this is still a hell of a team. Once again, for what I saw tonight, what they're doing against Portland so far, they're, they're getting into the paint then passing up to get a three. Excuse me. That's what they, they have not been doing that once the lead starts to evaporate, right? So if it's not broke, you know, you don't fix it. Get into the paint, kick out, or if you get into the paint because your guy, you beat your guy, then you go there for two. That's what you missed it with Brogdon. Brogdon's going to drive to the lane. Derek White, as soon as he on the catch, boom, he catches it. He's, he's, go, he's going to the hole. So you have to make quick decisions. And at the same time, you can't play just not to lose. You have to maintain the aggression that got you to lead. If not, you're not going to be a good team like Cleveland or Philly or whatever, because at the same time, those guys oh, have talented you, people. You might, be, you might be Philly. You might be. You might, you might, yeah, you might still be <laughs> like, It's just like at the same time, Joel Embiid, I mean, once again, last night, put on, put on a clinic. You know, Rudy, Rudy Gobert was like, you remember the old school song from the uh, – from the sidelines, have you seen? Uh, like he was lost. He was lost. It, it, it was. It, it was bad. I mean, bad. I know I've said this a few times in, in the course of our three year history. Now, I don't care if the if the if the Doc Rivers led team goes eighty two and zero. <laughs> I don't. I don't trust him to win a championship unless he has three Hall of Famers. It's it's, it's about well. I mean, they have they have two. They he needs two. three. Yeah, it's a good amount. <laughs> Hard, harder than and beat. I mean, them, them boys. I don't know. And, and this is the best basketball Embiid's ever played. Like, and you know, we said that a couple of years ago. But I'm like, 33, 12, and five. I just is he looks different this year. Once again, it could be different in the playoffs. He 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 just looks. This is the best version of himself. Uh, yeah. That he, we have no answer for him. I want to make that clear. <laughs> like, I don't care if it's Rob Al Mascala. I mean, I think hey, Al. I think Robert we, Parrish. It don't matter. Like he, he, he won't get his. Yeah, but we've seen in in the playoffs, Al can guard him so much that's so true, that, that that Philly paid him a hundred million dollars just just to put him on their team. True. No, that, that that's true, and I'm sure I'm sure Al's agent and family was 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 grateful. Uh, you know, because that that got him got him a lot richer, and you know he, he was only there for a year, and then they moved on. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I I just think I'm 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 excited to see that. I, I hope that we, I mean, if we don't stay at the two, uh, it'd be great to see them in the second round. I'd rather see him in the conference finals just to send uh, Joel Embiid home with him being so close to the finals. That that would just be, that would warm my heart. Once again, they haven't beat us in 40 years when it mattered. We beat AI. We beat the other AI on the Godala. Uh, you know, it, you know, they haven't won since they had Caldwell Jones and, and, and uh, Bill Barkley. So and Dr. J, let's let's be real. It brought light. So it's been a very excuse me, been a very long time. So it, it, it is what it is. But you know, they're, they're, like I said, you know, like we talked about, we've been all over the place. Well, I've been all over the place, but uh they, they just have to figure it out. They they gotta figure out defensively, move the ball, play good defense, make sure you get all the treatment you need when you're not playing. Uh and you know we we've got we've gone this far, but maybe you want to do it. So if if not, then I, I apologize. But uh, we got to address what's going on with Joe Mazzula as well. Yeah, um, I mean, I I was gonna say, dude. I mean, you got your you got your country grammar shirt on today. It's getting it feels like it's getting a little little too hot in here for Mazzula. He doesn't know yeah. when to call timeouts. Yeah, he doesn't. And by the way, like I don't know as much as you know about basketball. Actually, I'll even say this. You have forgotten more than I'll ever learn about basketball. Fact, not opinion. But 
His rotations are trash when it matters. Yep, correct. And he doesn't know when to end a run. So you couple that with what we've already talked about uh, in terms of th- their defense has gotten a little bit worse over, in, in the course of a year. Doesn't like doesn't that make you feel a little more anxious going into the playoffs, knowing that this now I think he's a good coach. And I, I again I, I I would I would say that I feel about Missoula the way that I felt about Brad in year two. Mm-hmm. Like he's a smart guy. The players clearly buy in. <laughs> well, sometimes the thought crosses your mind is the moment too big for him. So what do you do? Well, that's the thing. You're about to go into the biggest moments of the year. You you can't let you can't be up say sixty eight to fifty four against Milwaukee, and then you know you hit them time timeout Bucks, and then they go on a twenty one to three run, and now now the momentum is in Milwaukee's hand, and now they're up two one. You're like, oh, now we got to win a game out there. Now, yes, last year they they did that last year, right? And they 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 won two out there, I think, in Milwaukee. They won game four and they won uh, game six. But it's just like he may punk these guys publicly and in 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 the locker room. He wants to come in with the sunshine and rainbow shit. Excuse me. It's just like. It's, it, makes, it's me, it makes, makes me makes me sick too, dude. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's just yeah. I'm, I'm like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's wild. Like, it's like I just took some mess. I got on here. I'm just like, but it's like I'm, I'm coughing. I'm coughing to resemble the choking that's going on. He chokes constantly against other teams. So think about this, right? So say let, let's just put the scenario out there for uh, the, the listening audience, right? The Celtics, as we have lamented, are currently your two seed in the NBA Eastern Conference. Standing at forty-five and twenty-one, if the rec- if, if the playoffs started today, you know who they were facing the first round? Miami, Miami Heat. And who's that coach over there? Eric Spolstra. He would coach fucking circles around Joe Mazzulla, and it wouldn't be a shocker if they took Boston seven. Just just because yeah. two of those games. Oh man. Damn, I, I was I, I wanted to see the guys the guys can figure it out. Fuck that. Call a timeout. Yeah, I said nothing but love, love, love you. Like, like, we'll, no doubt we'll figure it out. What I will say though, that's a great comparison though, because I feel like right now, you know, we have to win something. We have to win a championship. Right. Missoula feels like right now in his seat, what what Spolster was when he had the big three. Yeah. Like he is getting to where he's going to get on in this year based off of the talent around him. But if, if this is a sustained window and they're always competing for titles, we could look back and say, well, it's because he knew how to develop the room. Right. The problem here is we don't have Pat Riley looking over his shoulder. We have Brad Stevens, who also lost this same fucking room. Yeah. He can't look to Brad for help. He, I, I, but you know, you know, what's wild. I, I think Brad would have won with this, with this group. I do. If add Brogdon, add like you add those little pieces that he brought in, because he, he brought in what he, what they knew they were missing when he was the coach. Like that, that's how he, that's how he's orchestrating the team. So, yeah, adding Brad. I mean, I think you know they, they would have done that. But what happens is, and I said this early on when I we did the show, I did the show with Joe and Craig. He is Horseshoes 2.0 right now. Because Brad, yes. many times they don't want to call it time out either. It's like, yo, like, everything is not a figure it out. This is, and once again, as a teacher, you know, you tell your students, hey, guys, or, you know, I, I call mine munchkins. So, hey, not, hey, guys. So I, I say, hey, you got to figure this out. But they're in seventh grade. It's so, like, they, they, they don't know any different. It's different. It's okay. These are grown fucking Men playing basketball, you pass it to your right, you pass it to your left, or you pass it in the middle, you drive by, you drive, you kick, you block a shot, you get a fucking defensive rebound when you need it. it, it it's, it's, it's simple. It, it's, it's simple geometry. I, oh, it, it, it's, it's, it's simple, Mike. And, 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 and it bothers me that they go through these lapses that they don't 
know what the fuck they're doing on the court. It bothers me to no end. Yeah, well, as, as it should. They're too good. They're too, they're too good to play this at times. Yeah. So, cool. so I, I have an interesting stat, which will uh, I, I want to pose a question. So through the first three months of this season, right, the Celtics were the best <gasps> op- offensive rebounding team in the league. Yep. Now they're the 22nd. Yep. Why? So they, they were basically, well, one, they were making shots at a crazy clip early on, right? So they were making early crazy shots. So when everyone's making shots and the ball's hopping around, your energy is different. So you're like, okay, if it's a miss, I'm tracking where the miss goes. I'm getting a hustle. I'm hustling extra hard because I know if I get it, either I'm going to pass it back off to JT or because we're moving the ball so well, it might find its way back to me and I'm going to get a three. That's not happening now. Because once again, that shooting was not sustainable. They would they would look at like the 2015 Warriors. That that's not it's not sustainable. <laughs> like you have to know when to shoot it and then when to get to the hole. Jalen Brown is the best on his team by far, or maybe besides Brogdon, at getting to the rim. They need to follow suit. Because at times when the shot's not falling, Going nine of thirty-six, which is twenty-five percent from bad. three, is a joke. It's a joke. Bad. It's bad. No, no, no <laughs> when to get to the cup. You gotta have the balance. You gotta score from everywhere. The great Isaiah Thomas, once again, our, our rival, played with Detroit. Heard him say this on, on NBA open court. You gotta score from the three, the mid-range, the layup. We know that analytics are a part of the game. They're not going nowhere. We understand that, and we acknowledge that. you got to be able to score from everywhere. That's what makes you dangerous. Not a team knowing, oh, well, either they're going to go for a layup or they're going to go for a three, or they're going to go for a mid-range or they're going to go for a three. Get 15, 17, 19. 15, 17, 19. That's a drill that is no longer in the NBA, and it should be. 15, 17, 19, make sure that you get about 10 of those in a row from each spot. And I promise you that their offense, their defense, all that will change in one. Because when the offense is working, everything else falls into place. So I think I think one of the most one of the most interesting parts about that stat is through the first three months of the season, you know, they're the number one offensive rebounding team. They didn't have Rob. Right. And they were still the best offensive rebounding team. Then you mix in the games that Rob was there, and now they're in 22nd. So, you know, I I think when I I watch this team, just the eye test, because I've been told in this show by other other people, (laughs) Bobby, uh, that stats lie. This team now is so gassed in the fourth quarter of most games that they just jack up threes like they're not even, they're not crashing the boards they're just not and and when they do when you if, if, you, if you look at if you look at the games when when you see the, when there's a boston uh when, when there's a something person underneath the net it's when they had their small lineup in and peyton pritchard ain't gonna re, ain't gonna grab a rebound like it's just not like in, in, in traffic nope so at every time anyway nope so like it isn't all bad, but I do want to pose a what's worse question to you. Out of their last, you know, since the All Star break, we've had we've we've had ups and downs, mostly downs. What's worse, blowing a twenty eight point lead to a legacy playoff team like the Brooklyn Nets, or Grant Williams missing two free throws to to clinch that game? <laughs> Take your time. Hydrate yourself. The, the, the free throws. So bad. What makes it worse is he goes, I'm gonna make both of them. Yeah, like, like, like you want to have that swagger. Like you don't want to go, you know what? I might make one, but you have to at least make fucking I, I, one. I, 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 like that that can't fucking happen, bro. Like that that can't like you can't you can't be on 
the line, right? And once again, people, people that's our age or if not a little bit older, y'all remember the, the 95 finals? Nick Anderson gets up there and misses not one, not two, not three, not but before in a row and basically loses game one for Orlando and ended up getting swept. Uh, by, by the Rockets, he got killed in the papers, obviously, because it's the papers. The papers was the biggest thing at the time. I mean, my God, I couldn't imagine social media at that time. Him oh. I mean, you, you think Grant got killed. Lord, it would have been different. However, I say that to say, Nick wasn't up there talking to Kenny Smith and Otis Thorpe and, and Clyde Drexler saying, I'm about to make these shits, bro. Like, this, this, is about, this is about to go in. You know what I'm saying? So, I just, I don't know like the the dude thinks he's fucking MJ, bro, and 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 it makes me upset, and and, and it, it's fitting that you and I are on this show because I think it was you and I, you, Bobby, and I that talked about. I forget which playoff series it was. It probably was the Brooklyn series. He was phenomenal, and we gave him his flowers. We said, you know what, the price just went up. You know, in the words of Fat Joe, yesterday's price is not today's price. Well, you know what, Fat Joe, in this case, you're wrong, big dog. He's not getting 20 mil. And honestly, and this, I, I, I want to I be clear, even with my hoarse voice, like Doc Rivers, I want to be clear right now. I don't want to see him on the court ever again in his uniform. That's not hyperbole. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm not laughing. I'm not joking. I don't want to fucking see him in a selfish uniform ever again. Let him sit on the fucking bench and then let him write out the contract. See, see, see you, see you later in, in, in after June. Or how do you with, go? But, but how do you I'm go partner. from like how do you go from last year where you say that Grant Williams will be the reason that we win a series? Well, it was Derek White. Was that true? I said Derek White. Oh. Well then never mind that. I have another question. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, we I mean we we probably did because of how I mean, he won the Milwaukee series. His twenty-eight sure. seven was was phenomenal. So, so, so let me so because once again, you can't give me a compliment like you did a few minutes ago about knowing basketball and then forget. Like, yes, and and Game Seven last year, the 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 man was, in the words of Marvin, sensational. He was, he he was great. He he was phenomenal. Seven threes. You know, playing great defense on Giannis, yes. We 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 will forever have that moment. Just like we'll forever have the Kelly Olenek moment against Washington back in 2017. Yes, that, that is great. As of now. You don't want to see his ass in a Celtics uniform. I, I don't right want to see it. The regression has been that fucking bad. Yeah. And honestly, you, you don't want to really start it, though. Because <clears throat> even though he had a good playoffs last year. When that game that he went off against Oklahoma City last year, and then it was like, oh, like he started fucking calling himself Batman. Dude, you believe in the hype. Everybody in the NBA got a fucking role. You're not a star. You might have been a star at Tennessee. You might have been a star in, in North Carolina when you was playing in high school. You're not a star in the NBA. You're, yeah. you're, you're a girl role player when you're not out of, when you're not in your head like he is right now. But it's like, bro, like you're not. And once again, people, people that know me personally know I can't fucking stand Draymond. You're you're not on his level right now. You're no, not. you're not. You're not. Sorry, yeah, but I, I think so. I agree with you. The two missed free throws are 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 the worst. But let me. I, when I was watching that and I saw Donovan Mitchell in Grant Williams' face, instantly thought to myself. You think KG would have let anyone that close to Rondo on the free throw line in 08? No. If anyone got in, if, if anyone got in anybody else's face on that team, KG, uh, you would have had Big Baby, Leon Poe, anyone say, like, why don't you just back the fuck up? Yep. Yep. Where is that on this team? <clears throat> uh, I, don't think, Mark, Mark. I mean, outside of smart. Uh, JJB might be like that sometimes. Marcus Smart was on the floor though. Marcus will do it. Marcus will do that when he is personally affected. Yeah. But what I like the the first thing that I that, that I thought was like yeah like I saw Grant chirping him, but I was like how is he 
how is he face to face with this guy? Where's everybody else? That's what's missing. So you know, you know what that tells me though. They don't fuck with him the way they, the way it's put is being put out there. Talks because, too much. Yeah, and it's like, bro, you've done nothing. Once again, we we just uh, well, we're not we didn't talk about it on the show, but I just saw a Draymond go at Dylan Brooks. That, that that's that's okay. He's becoming our Dylan Brooks. He's not as like obnoxious as Dylan Brooks, but he's becoming that. Dylan Brooks, for those who plays Memphis Grizzlies, talks entirely way too much for someone who hasn't got past the second round in his career. And I mean, Draymond, once again, I can't stand it, but he he ripped him apart on it. <laughs> and it sounded by earlier. I thought it was hilarious. It's like that's what Grant is on this team. It's like, bro, you're you're not that guy yet. Or at all. You're not going to be that guy. Stop trying to be something that you're not. And once again, I think Marcus Smart a few years ago, before he got the four years 77, they gave him four years 56. I'm not even giving that. I'm if I, if they do end up resigning him, because that's what that's what might happen. Brad has a soft spot, I think, for guys. And so I, I think I would give him what they gave Rob. They gave Rob four years 44 million. That's all I'm giving him. I'm not giving him four years, eighty million dollars. Are you oh. dumb? I'm not doing it. I'm not. Yeah, like I said, yeah. that that's just the analyst side of me. The fan in me, I don't want to see his bum ass ever again. <laughs> that's not. You, know, you shouldn't talk Batman. about Batman that way, dude. Like you can't. Uh, Go back to the cave before we uh, before we transition to the the, the frantic NFL offseason. Sixteen games left. What do you? What do you think, best case scenario, uh, of these next sixteen games? Can do they go? Do they go ten and six? Best best case they go twelve and four. Uh, and this this is very lofty, but they need to sweep the, this West Coast this West Coast road trip. You got Portland on the road trip. I want to say you have the Jazz on the road trip. You got Sacramento was very good this year. I think they're number two in the West right now. Which is um, wild. Wild, but I mean, hey, Fox, uh, Keegan Murray, Harrison Barnes, DeMontis Sabonis. And this this Sabonis is a perfect example of like put guys in a different position, let them see what happens. Like King's probably been on the verge. Mike Brown probably should be coach of the year. Like I said, we'll we'll, if we'll have an award show. At some point, but ever since he said turn on the fucking Jets on Instagram some months ago, they've been on fire, and you know they have a good mix of veterans and youth guys, young guys there. Uh, so yeah, they're exciting, but they need to go six. The Celtics need to go six and zero, or at least five and one on this trip for the last sixteen games. Yeah, they need to go twelve and four. So I think twelve and four will put them at fifty seven and twenty five. You definitely got to beat. Milwaukee on the 31st or March 30th. Uh, you got the Jazz on the 31st, I believe. You got the Pacers at home on the 24th. So you got the Hawks a couple times next month. So these are very winnable games. Hawks are not that good. Pacers are not that good. If you're looking to be in a position you want to be in, like I said, 12 and 4, I think is very doable, but it might be something they just have to do. Once again, I would love 14 and 2, 15 and 1. That'd be awesome. But I just think the way that they're monitoring injuries, the way that they're playing right now, 12, 12 and 4 would be a good way to end the regular season. It would also be pretty interesting to know that if they go 12 and 4, they're what, 57 and 25. 20, uh, and 35? Well, 20, 57 and 25. Yep. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 57 and 25. You have six more wins than you did last year, and you probably feel a little bit worse. <laughs> we get to the playoffs. Well, it, it depends on how they get to the how they get to the tournament for like if they and Rob. It depends yeah, on Rob yeah, too. Yeah, if Rob comes back and the defense is if the defense is fine, like and once again, I think because like I said, if you're playing Miami in the first round, Miami would be a very good tune-up because once again, Miami's not better than they were last year, obviously. But you know they're gonna fight hard and they're gonna play you hard. So you don't need any cupcake uh you know moments in the playoffs. You need you need tough, you need adversity, you know, in the words of Rashid Rollis, if it ain't rough, it ain't right. Uh I, I 
it's hard to follow that up, but I, I just have one more NBA question before we go to the NFL. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen a more ridiculous home and away stat than the Golden State Warriors? <laughs> 27 nope. and 7 at home, 7 and 25 on the road into the sixth seed. And there's still, like, again, objectively. And no one want to face them either. Yeah, ob- objectively, you, you know they can flip the switch. Yeah, they don't, listen, they're going to, like, Sacramento better hope they stay in uh, in that two seed. If they face Golden State that first round, they're going home early. Like, I mean, Golden State at the might, right time. They, the Warriors might sweep the Grizzlies <laughs> if, they, if it ended well, right I mean, now. I mean, if Jaw if Jaw's out for the 50 game like they're saying, which is, I think that's, that's a bit excessive, but I get it. You know, you're just trying to protect the image, but. I I just no that it, it it would it would be a gentleman sweep it, it wouldn't be four in a row but it would be a gentleman sweep because they'll get one they would get one in Memphis. All right, so moving to the NFL, free agency starts. It's imminent. It's it's almost here, which is the one of the uh, one of the, the the most fun times to be a, a fan of football. But no. there has been some wild shit that has gone on so far uh, in the off season. I think the I think the wildest thing is that the New Orleans Saints paid Derek Carr four years, a hundred and fifty million dollars. I'm just gonna tell you this right now, Ray. Mm-hmm. Jameis Winston is better than D- Derek Carr, mm-hmm. and it ain't close. He's got more talent. Clearly, he's a team player because after being the guy in Tampa and 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 and, and throwing and having the thirty for thirty season, he goes to the Saints. He he takes his fucking licks as a backup for Drew Brees. Comes in, you know he got hurt, but he has better arm strength. He's he he's he's more mobile, and some would say that he knows the system. So, can you wrap your mind around the fact? Uh, that Derek Carr this year will make more than Patrick Mahomes. Well, I mean, I mean that's because of how the deal was structured. But I mean, it it it, it is wild. I don't care if they're paying him. In, I don't. I, I wouldn't care if, if they were paying Derek Carr in dollars and they were paying uh, Mahomes in yen. It, that man should never make more than the best quarterback in the league right now. No, so I mean, listen, of, of course that that that's that's. Wild to say to say the least, right? <laughs> it's funny, right? I'm 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 a little biased, and not not because I'm a big fan of Derek Carr, but I I loved his interview with Ryan Clark during the Pro Bowl when it was like, "Have you ever been this hot in Vegas?" And he said, "No," which is probably why I'm leaving. That won me over because that lets me know he, he's a he's a real guy. And fuck Josh, <laughs> fuck Josh, like. You 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 fighting yeah 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 you're fighting to get Aaron Rodgers probably not even going to come you thought that and you you didn't you didn't bring Tom we should have brought Tom over like honestly I'm rooting for him to do well in in New Orleans I thought that he was going to go to the Jets honestly but you know this he's he's not a he's not a bottom five guy like this this is not a he ain't, he ain't a top ten guy the way you was talking about him he's closer to the top ten that he is to the than he is to the bottom five no. Of course he is. He he he's not he he is he is he eleven to twelve? No, but if you had said was he fourteen or fifteen, I wouldn't be like, oh my god, that's a that's an egregious number to put him at. You can you name know. right now sixteen quarterbacks better than him. Okay, yes uh-huh. you can. No, no, I'm saying okay. I'm like I, I want I, I I'll, I'll sit back and listen. So Mahomes, okay, that's one right. Mahomes, Rogers. Aaron Rodgers. High praise. Okay. <laughs> Derek Carr. No, for those, for those. For those. No, 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 Pause, pause, pause. That is high praise pause, for Mike Barkett. Excuse me. Pause. I'm not ranking them like number one, number two. I'm just saying I can name 17 better than Derek Carr. And not in any particular I mean, order, but they're I, all I don't even know what his numbers were last year, but I'm like. Doesn't matter. So num- number so oh so numbers don't matter in that in that regard. Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, 
Deshaun Watson, Jared Goff, wow, Justin Herbert. Uh oh, God. Uh, the Go- guy Goff from- was questionable, but the other guys, I'm with you. The guy from oh God, uh, guy from Jacksonville. Come on, help me out here. Oh, uh, oh, sunshine, Lawrence. Okay, so, yeah, sunshine. Trevor Lawrence, Geno Smith. <laughs> this is <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> And listen, I'm, I'm happy for Gino too. We can talk about him in a minute. I'm happy for Gino. Three years, 105. I said G- Gino and I forget who the other guy you just mentioned, but those two guys are questionable. And the other guys you named, I'm, I'm with you. Tua, I, I I would say yeah, Tua. T- Tua is yeah, he's yes. better than his circumstance though. If you put 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 it put him with, with them two guys down there, I bet you he dominate out there too. I bet you with Walden with Hill, Gasecki, Mostert, and, uh, and Wilson Jr. You can rest assured that they, they, he would dominate out there. Didn't Derek Carr have a top no, a number one wide receiver, a top five uh, uh, running back? Was it not physical in Miami? Was it not physical in Miami? No. Of course it was. Okay, then. Thank you. And and, and they, were, they, they were doing what you hate the most. They were relying on the running back. So that should, that should tell you everything right then and there. They wanted Josh Jenkins to be the guy, which I get because he was killing it. But I, I wasn't, Waller wasn't around – and congrats to him. I know he was with Kelsey Plume. He just got married. So congrats to him. But yeah, like they, I mean, listen, I, I want to run for, I, I, I love him. I, I can't believe he's wasting away over there. I, I would, I would, I would love to have, but no, we want to look at fucking Slade Bolden. <laughs> like what a joke, but needless to say, look, you don't, you don't have to go through all 17. I, I get it. You think he's mediocre or less than mediocre. Fine. I, 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 I feel you. I, I think he's in the top half, but that's fine. Like I said, at the interview, like I said, that 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 won me over to an extent, but never thought he was a scrub. Hell, shit, way fucking better than his brother. And his brother went number one, and but it was a joke. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like his brother went number one and was, was awful, like real awful. So it's just like this guy, what, what was second round, third round, whatever. He he's done well. And once again, there's never been great talent around him until recently in Oakland or Las Vegas. So like I said, we'll we'll see what happens down there in in New Orleans, but. Yeah, 150. Yeah, it's a lot. I think Vegas gave him 125 at some point. So, you know, hey, it, it, it is what it is. You know, I think um, the I think the most egregious signing so far though is Daniel Jones, four years, 160 million dollars. That man was one more interception away from being benched and cut. Yeah, Brian Dayball comes in. All this guy, all Daniel Jones did was turn the ball over less. Yep. So the, the market for quarterbacks is fucking bananas. Absolutely bananas. So what 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 should change then? Because if should should there be like a like a slot for quarterback? Like should they only get a certain amount of cap? Like what 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 would be your what, what would change there? Well, no, no. I, I, I'm listen. If you like, if I'm not. I'm not. I'm not begrudging Daniel Jones for getting 160 million dollars, or Derek Carr for getting for asking for it and getting it. It's the teams that are spending it on, right? Right. It's like, well, like you got to get your money. Ask for it. If they give it to you, then fuck them. Like whatever. But when you look at that team now, I think that the plus for Daniel Jones, I'll say that the the things for him is that he hasn't really had an offensive weapon aside from Saquon Barkley in a little while. I, I mean, Kenny Galladay caught COVID more than he caught passes last year. So, I mean, you need to get receivers around him <laughs> for sure. And right, you know what? They beat, they beat the Vikings in the playoffs. Great. Kirk Cousins, so whatever. <laughs> right. What I'm, my, I guess my real point is, and what I'm really trying to allude to is, where does Lamar go? Because I don't think Lamar Jackson deserves three hundred or like two fifty, three hundred million dollars. I don't think he does. Like I, I, I've said this to you before. I don't think that Lamar Jackson will be the reason that a team wins the Super Bowl. But I do believe that he is a hundred and fifty million dollars better than Derek Carr. <laughs> so now you put yourself in a situation where if you're going to pay that, like Derek Carr, one fifty. Lamar is, I mean, 
you can't really measure how much more talented he is than Derek Carr. So the the problem is, and people people will, I mean, obviously it's recent, so people are going to talk about Carr, talk about Geno, uh, talk about you know Daniel Jones, right? No, no, it's it, no, it's Mister Happy it, Ending. It's Deshaun, right? Exactly. He 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 ruined the market, right? In more ways than one, and to get two thirty fully guaranteed, really getting that money in the first four years, it changed everything. So. Yeah, I, I, to me, that's what I would have gave Lamar. Anyways, I would have given him around two hundred something million. I was, I would have given him five years, two fifty, with one hundred fifty of that guaranteed. That's what I would have done before. None of these guys are MVPs. He won one, and they're disrespecting him. Yeah, but remember, that's, we like, don't. That, that's what I got an issue with. They didn't win MVP. They didn't sniff one, and they get a cyber black. Yeah, but we don't like you. You, you can't value MVPs in the NFL and not in the NBA. You know, like you can't. You that can't no, be your what, what I'm saying, No, but them, them, these guys are getting paid though. They get, they're getting paid. So when he, he won the awards, it's not, it's not about de- devaluing it. I'm saying it for my home team. I don't care if Tatum get it because I just want to win the championship. Like that, that, that's just, that's just my thing. Tatum already got the payday. He got the five years, one ninety five. So I mean, we can't, we can't hold that over his head. He got the money. You just talked about these guys are not, these guys are not more talented than Lamar. You saw what happened with them, and, and tell it. Well, you're gonna keep putting Tyler Huntley out there. You're gonna keep. You're gonna get. What you gonna go back to Kyle Bowler? You're gonna go get Anthony Wright. That's what you're gonna do. You you gonna bring those guys? Well, go get go back. Go go get Todd Heap. Go get Jamal Lewis. Go go get Quadri Ismail. Go back and get all those guys. None of those guys are Lamar Jackson. He makes them better. Period. And they know. And they know that. Which except player. in the playoffs. Yeah. Sure, you know, except for the Titans, right? Or the Chargers, whoever they, whoever they beat. We praise Josh Allen. What has he done? Nothing. Oh, okay. nothing. Thank you. So he's about, he's about to get a payday too, right? Cool. So this is what I'm saying. We pick and choose, right? And I get it. I get it because we like what we like. Regardless of what you like as a talent, he he delivers for the most part. Pay the man. And and if, and if you want if you want to give him cheap, and once again, I don't care about the pictures at this moment. Someone sent me a beautiful, beautiful picture of Lamar and the number eight jersey at Foxborough. And I was like, oh, it looks, it looks phenomenal. Oh, Bill would, Bill, I mean. Bill, I mean, listen, it, it's, it's five years too late. It should have happened in 2018. Oh, it is what it is. But could I, I think you you wouldn't have the same, uh, the same smoke for him if he learned behind Brady for a couple of years and took over in 2020 and dominated You'd be like, hmm, this guy, this guy's not bad. So once again, the legs are there. Obviously, the arm talent obviously has to get better. I'm not, I'm not disputing that. He's 26 years old. It ain't like he's 32 or 33 or 34. He's 26 years old. And one, he could run by you. Two, if you give him time, he's gonna make good throws. We've seen it a few years ago. So I just think somebody needs to do it. If I'm the Jets, I'm giving whatever fuck Aaron Rodgers. I'm giving whatever I need. Well, no, I mean, financially, Aaron Rodgers makes more sense because he's not going to play for as long. Like, you only have to eat his contract for two years, Lamar for five. Now, I, I, I listen. Yeah, are, are, we, are, we, are we, I mean, let's be No, no, I, I, think, I think Lamar has a higher ceiling, but here's what he does. Here, my, my question, uh, you know, my question, though, is do you think he's hurting his own cause by not having an agent? Because there's oftentimes players think that they're worth something, and agents do better presenting right. that case. Like they're, they're like they're part of the machine. They know how to work the system. Yeah, I mean, may, shit. Maybe he needs to go to Go go hit up Drew Rose's house. I don't know. I I, I don't know. Some, something's got to give because you know Drew Rose's house is the is the is the football uh, Scott Boris. <laughs> like oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. So you, you got him as a client. Most likely, you're gonna you're gonna get that day. You're gonna get that payday. Yeah, I mean, I I think that if I'm him, when I take four years, one sixty fully guaranteed. That's not what Daniel Jones got. He didn't get four years fully guaranteed. I think he's he's it's really two years for eighty when they broke down the deal. So I would ask for four years, one eighty guaranteed fully. Yeah, and that that's the forty five a year. And that 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 that's that's perfect. Like I think so, that 
Why would we do that? Now, this is this probably wouldn't be ideal for Lamar from a personnel standpoint, but I think they can make it work from a cap and a and a and a draft pick standpoint because obviously the Ravens uh, placed a non-exclusive franchise tag on him, meaning that that they have the they have the right to to match an offer, but if they don't, they get two first round picks, right? Yep. Lamar might be a Texan. They have a lot of draft capital. I mean, but they did all that to get Bryce Young, though, essentially. No, no, no. They, they have like six first round picks in the, in the next two years. No, I know, but I'm saying like they, I mean, I, I mean, unless they want to give up that, I mean, that's cool. And listen, I'm, I'm not of the mindset of like, oh, I got to hold on to this because I got the top three pick. You want established talent. There, there's no, there's no, indication that any of these quarterbacks coming in like Will Levitt, Bryce Young, CJ Shroud, Anthony Richardson, like there's no there's no indication that these guys are going to be the guy right away. Anthony Richardson helped himself a lot, you know, in the combine. You know, some of those deep balls he threw, I was like, I I I almost forgot what it looked like to see a deep ball being thrown. Uh, to a wide receiver, even though I'm a Gator fan, I didn't see it that much from him in the season. But you know, I'm, I'm not here to I'm not here to open up old wounds. So yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think to me, uh, if I'm the Jets, change your fortune. You know, it's been Brett Favre, it's been Ken O'Brien, it's been Boomer Esiason. You know, it's been Vinicius Vert, Desiverdi, Mark Sanchez, Chad Penny, Brett Favre, Brett Favre, yeah, 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 Brett Favre. You know, what I'm saying? it's been it's been it's been too like it's been so much of a carousel like. Let him in. <laughs> Let him in. Let him in. Let him into your franchise and change it. You know, he's got the whole world in his hands. Well, I mean, That's I would just say, I, I I would just say, I think yeah. Richardson was un, unreal. Like I said, I sent that. I sent that to the Discord. You need to set him up for success. The, the Falcons have already said that they're not going to go after Lamar. So why don't they just draft Richardson and pair him up with Kyle Pitts one more time? Man, that, that, that would be nice. Right? Let me, nice. I, I, and I don't know that he's going to go in the first round. And, and oh, he, so. he, he is. He is. He is. Cause I, I don't know the Will Levis kid came out of nowhere. And just to bring it home to us. Don't be surprised if we draft Aiden O'Connell, quarterback from Purdue. Uh, kid can throw it. He can sling it. I've done a few mock drafts already. I sent to you guys in the group chat. Um, I'm all over this stuff. I'm hoping that we get a few of those guys that I selected. Trey Dean from Florida. He should be there in the late round. I'd He'd be a really good safety uh, next to Duggar, especially if McCourty chooses not to come back. So, yeah. I mean, but, yeah, I'm – do you think we got to get a quarterback? I know you did this with Dave, but do you think we, we got to get a quarterback? Us? Yeah, the Patriots, yeah. No. no so no. not even so not even a guy if you get like in the fifth or sixth round, just like you just bring him in. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I, 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 if you're going to let go of, uh, if, they're, if they're letting Hoyer go, and I mean, I, I think, I, I think, I don't know that they're going to carry three quarterbacks because I think you still, you have, you still have Bailey as, as the backup. I think that there are more pressing needs right now. Obviously, it's it's offensive tackle, receiver, defensive back. I just don't I don't want the Patriots anywhere near a wide receiver in the first round. Yeah, but if if it if this if this Quentin Johnson, Jackson Smith, uh Najoba or Ajiba, excuse me. Or or Zay Flowers like the, the, what are we no, talking the, about? But the, but the latest the latest mock drafts have have the Patriots selecting Jordan Addison out of oh, the USC. USC. Oh, he he's he's nice too. He's nice, yeah. But the only, only thing is he 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 went a little slower at the combine, so people were kind of cool on him. But I'm like, watch the tape. The separation is there. The hands are there. Yeah, him and Zay Flowers at 14. I'm 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 here for it. unless you want to get now the tight end I told you guys about too, Darnell Washington from Georgia, and I know someone everyone's talking about Brock Bowers. I get it, best tight end in the nation. I get it, Darnell Washington 
at 6'6", 265. And the last time we drafted someone like that, it paid off very well. Go get him because he, 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 he does everything Bill wants. He catches everything when, when it's near him. He, he, he gets guys out of the club. He, he's, a very, he's a phenomenal blocker. Draft him. The kid from Iowa, too, Matt Laporta. Look at him. Like these, these guys do everything that Bill looks for. You gotta, I, I think you got to go tight end, too. You got to go tight end. You got to go tackle. And then you got to go, you got to go edge. Got to go edge rusher, too. Because you, yeah, yeah. yeah they, 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 I, have, I have no doubts about Bill and his ability to do that. Yeah, I was saying, but you got you got to get an edge guy. Will 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 McDonald out of McDonald, uh, Iowa State, Iowa State, Will McDonald, Iowa State. Like good hands, good footwork. Like so, I, I trust Bill on that side. Like we talked about that before. I just think if if you're seeing the market go this way with quarterbacks, or I want to go back to that because you said that they're not going to get a quarterback early. Maybe it'll be later. In two years, of Max deal is up, there's no way. <laughs> They're paying him north of $100 million. Like, there's no fucking way. There's no way. Like, it's, it's not happening. Um, well, and to, I mean, if things yeah, go I'll, well. I'll, I will become a vegan full-time before they give Mac Jones what Derek Carr got. Uh, well, there's a lot. There, there's a lot of corn and uh, and 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 fried chicken. So, like, like that's like that's fine. It's, it's like basically a vegetable. So, what I would also say, though, is if the next go <laughs> If the next oh, God. Years go well. Put, put that put that on the sound bike. <laughs> if the next two years go well, maybe Bill passes Shula at some point in time. I think Kraft would pay Mac. But th- this is the thing that I said uh, on on like the fantasy booking uh, show that I did with with DK last week. If you surround, uh, you need to surround Mac with established, uh, elevated talent on uh, on the offense. Because he's already shown you what he can do when, when he has great players around it. Like, great. It's, it's not hard, right? But, like, I, I wouldn't be afraid to not take a quarterback here and then take one next year. Like, I'm not, I'm not worried about that. I'm, 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 I'm just not. Because, listen, if things go the way that it looks like it could go, this is just a hypothetical, but it's looking a little more serious. In your division, you will have Tua with, with Tyreek and Jalen Waddle. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers of the Jets. And Josh Allen with the Bills. You might go one in five in the division. Yeah, facts. Like you, you, you it doesn't matter what you do, like to quote the great one, because you're not gonna no, you're not going to have the best quarterback in the division anyway. There's not. So like load up on defense. I mean, unless he takes a leap that none of us sees. Sure. And like I said, no one's bringing it up because we don't think it's possible. So that's what I'm saying. Throw another dart at the board. He had Justin Fields three spots above where he drafted, and he chose Mac Jones. I mean, to be fair, Chicago jumped eight spots. <clears throat> they jumped from 19 to 11. What, what I'm telling you is all we had to do is jump right, three. 20 to 11, excuse me. 20 to 11. All we had to do is jump three. Sure, but I, once again, Bill is very much like Danny Ainge. Teams are not looking to help out Bill Belichick. There's not. I'm sorry. And I know it's a different era because Brady's gone. They're not looking to help Bill Belichick because you don't want to be the person that be like, damn, we had we had them gone. It's the Mahomes era. It's, it's Burrow. It's whatever. And then you give him the tool that gets them right back. You don't want I'm, – I'm, I'm telling you, there'd be people outside with a pitchfork if anybody helped Bill get back to that level, they, they don't want that. Because if he gets we'll our coach, right, he gets there. Like it's just a matter of getting there. Yeah. I think we'll do a more in-depth free agent, free agency show maybe next week or the week after. Let your voice heal up. I know that you've been yeah, really I mean, sick I mean, over once, this. You know, once we don't sign nobody, you mean? This, this is the free oh, agent. Oh, yeah. This, well, we, we, this, this is a free agent special now because we're not going to sign anybody. We have, But we have a shit ton of cap space, too. So I'm I'm hearing 93. I heard 36 million. So I don't know which one to believe. Well, if I said 93, don't believe that. It's probably right around 36 million dollars. Got you. Yeah, they made 10 of it. Well, but it could like the the cap. The cap is crap. 
like we know about that like shout out to felger hope to get you on the show soon but like that like that that can that can always be manipulated uh i mean there's got there's guys out there like leonard brown just got released but dupree just got released from tennessee like make make the calls you know, your boy Derek. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. But Ray, shut up, shut up. you would love him here. Shut up, you would love him here. Who? You would love you would love Derek Henry here. Shut up, you would love him here. No. If he, if he did what Corey Dillon did here, you would love him. Just cut it out. Who handed Corey Dillon the ball? Oh my gosh. Who was it? Was Dude, it Tom Brady? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So for Ray Sean Buchanan, this is Michael Margandolo saying thank you so Wait, much. Wait. Hold on. Before we go, before we go, the Celtics are going to get a win. They they broke the streak. Well, They're hold up. on. How, how much time is left? Hold on. I'm going to tell you right now before you sign off. Yes, this is an evergreen, Craig. The Celtics are up. Oh, they have won one fifteen to ninety three. So the streak is now over, baby. Tatum, Tatum led the way with thirty with thirty points. There you go. There you go. Four and four since the break. There you go. Boom. Basically, everything that we said in the first 34 minutes of the show is now null and void. So, like, I just skip. No, it's not. So, it's to get, be- get better. Keep winning. It's over Keep winning. baby. It's over four. Just win, baby, in the words of the so-so Al Davis. Uh, for Rayshon Buchanan, this is Michael Barcangelo saying thank you so much for listening to Missing the Point. We will talk to you next week. Hi, I'm Lessa Cadet, host of her Extraordinary Life by Design podcast, where we celebrate women who are shaping their lives one extraordinary day at a time. I speak with women from all over the world about what they do and how they are passionately pursuing their dreams and creating meaningful impacts on their communities. So come join us and learn about all there is to learn about these extraordinary women. Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast. Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. As a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. matters. Deep Leadership is real-world, actionable leadership advice from John and his expert guests. Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric Acid. Electric Acid.